Previously on Getting Dicey. I use my bonus action to draw out my other scimitar. You catch one of the eye stalks with uh, the scimitar as you as you cut across it and it just lops this thing off and his mouth opens with this ungodly scream your scimitar continues through its mouth cutting through teeth his tongue and the cheek on the other Ooh. side and it falls to the ground dead. Hey. Sig looks to his party members in turn to see if he gets agreement to test out his blade in the flame I am uneasy but let us test it and Sig very carefully and slowly passes the blade of his dagger into the Forge of Spells. So you withdraw the blade from the flame, and there's something about it. It seems a bit sharper, a bit stronger than before. He looks over to Loras. We've got the goods here, man. Would you like a turn? Sigur respectfully takes the great axe from Loras, licks the blade through the flame. Silda steps forward as well and places the longsword into the forge. I'll hand over my rapier to... Sig. Sig takes the rapier and repeats the process, passing the rapier's blade through the flame. Sig looks to the scimitars at Mirakin's side. You look over and just see delight in everyone's faces as they look at their newly enchanted weapons. This has all happened quite quickly for Mirakin. It went from Sig testing out a dagger to a dagger, an axe, a longsword, a rapier, and everyone is just hungry to get their weapons enchanted. As you look at Loras, he's busy taking off his armor, ready to hand to Sig. Hands shaking, she hands over her scimitars. Can we lift the forge? Is it movable? You guys can definitely try. We either destroy it or we take it with us. Getting dicey. <laughs> We've got us some nice yeah. ambient bird sound as well, which is very yeah. nice for in this cave. Those are the bats. <laughs> the bats. The melody of the bats. I don't know where that's coming from. If you're hearing the birds from outside, then I can't do anything about no, that. Can you, you can't go shut them up. <laughs> no, I, I'd like to, but. Yeah. Loris yeah. <laughs> would. Yeah, Loris would. would. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, all right? Loris would just go out and yell at them and they'd probably just fly away. But. That's fair. I mean, we can wait. I reckon he could kill two birds with one stone. I would be okay. I would be okay with you getting up, going outside, and just hearing softly off in the distance. (laughs) And then, and that's where we'd we'd start the podcast from that point. I'd say. Um, Anyway, so what are you guys? What are you guys doing, Sig? You've just sort of done the majority of it. Um, Finished off with, I think, your longsword as well. Indeed, Sig's short sword is a short sword. Nice, nice and glowy in his standard scabbard. <laughs> That's right. We've uh, you've thrown the other scabbard aside. Respectfully, permanently discarded it. Respectfully. <laughs> um, is anyone going to get that? No. Okay. And uh, Bill's going to go over and pick up the the scabbard. It's all yours. Are you um, replacing the one on your side or what are you doing? I'm going to attach it to the other side and then put my, and then put my rapier in it. All right. You you go to put the place, the rapier into it and the sheath just restricts down to the size of your rapier perfectly as it, as it enters into it. Uh, But I do need a D three roll from you. Sure. This is a a good fit. I don't know what you were complaining about. Zig. I hope it serves you well, Mr. Bill. 
fun. All right, and as you as you sort of speak to Sig, and you you find that uh, it just there's a little bit of tightness as you push it in, and these sparks just burn up and out over your arm and wrist. And I just need to get a, uh, I think it's a D6 from you. Thank you. So you just kind of get a little bit of a singe on your arm here. So just take one bit of burning damage on your wrist. Oh. <laughs> Indeed, watch out for that. <laughs> um, but it's it in, snug. It's an awkwardly thin sheath for a rapier. Like it is just perfectly around that that um, rapier of yours. Uh, cool. Yeah. So this this forge is just flickering in front of you all. Well, this flame, like, I'm not going to call it a forge. I'm just going to say the green flame is flipping in front of you all um, that's been, that is emitting from this brazier atop the stone pedestal. Um, shall we maybe work out how to skip this area and see if we can get any, uh, any intel? Thoughts? Feelings? Who are you aiming that to? Anyone specific? Okay. I agree. I have... I have one thing preying on my mind, and she uh, looks at Gundren and says, Nundra. <laughs> Gundren's not in here. Find... Sorry, I mean Silda. Dildari. Oh, right. <laughs> cool. Sorry, I just triggered myself thinking about Gundren. <laughs> yeah, I was Gundren. just going to say, I'm Gundren's thinking about dead. Gundren now. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, so what are you asking, Silda? Sorry? I'm just stating to him that we need to find Nundra. Yes, uh, and I have prepared a spell that could potentially aid us in finding him. Interesting. Uh, what are you hoping to achieve, uh, American? To save his life? No, I mean, like, how are you supposed to find him? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, the spell I have prepared, I can sense objects. If there is an object that you know would be on Nundra's person or is likely to be on Nundra's person, I can track that. I I have never met Nundro. Uh I only have I only know Gundren through uh through our time with the Gauntlet, uh, the Order of the Gauntlet, uh but I've never met his brothers. They're all dwarves, yes. Uh yes. Do dwarves have anything in particular that that you would think would be likely on his person? Uh, small boots, maybe. Small boots? <laughs> no, we've got those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned if I start looking for small boots, I'll just find everyone's boots. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Silda sort of thinks um, <clears throat> of what, uh, if, uh, you know, the what he might have assumed the 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 rock seek would have in common um um i know that uh they all shared a um a family crest upon their uh belt buckle <gasps> mm. well that has been on on the the, the dead body yes. uh, before in case that could be a perfect thing to try to locate mm Mm. Um, okay, well, let's. I'm assuming you're going to be using this. How how accurate is this spell of yours? Where does it point to you? You know, the first thing I want to tell everyone is it only lasts for ten minutes, so that we need to be ready to set off 
MV upon that spell. Mm. Um, I'll put the details in the chat, I say, to the rest <laughs> of the room. <laughs> it is a divination spell called Locate Object. So it's got to be within a thousand feet of you. Um, if the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. Uh, and it can locate a specific object known to you as long as you've seen it up close. Uh, within 30 feet at least once. Alternately, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind. Okay, cool. Um, does, it, does it give you its exact location? It seems I can sense the direction yeah. to that object's location, yeah. which could pose a threat with all of these winding passages. Yeah, right. So I can't just be like, they're on the map. It's going to be like over in that direction. And it's it's like last I have minutes. a forked twig and I'm like, Zoom. Yeah, like oh, you're a water diviner. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's water cool. Water diviner. <clears throat> but before before any of that, we should decide what we're doing with the spell, uh, the forge of spell. Surely, mm. is it possible to move it at all? Can I um, have a look at it and see if it? <clears throat> yeah, give me um, give me an investigation. In uh, give me an investigation with advantage because I'm assuming you're just going to be helping each other. You're all going to be taking a quick look. At this. Okay. It comes under I for investigation. <laughs> Loris knows it's hot, so. Yeah. One <laughs> and then uh, 26. Okay, we'll take the 26. Um, yeah, so you you take a, a closer look at this. The brazier that's sitting atop that um, pedestal, it doesn't hold anything other than the flame. There's no wood that's burning or anything like that. It's very much a magical flame that's coming up out of that brazier. Um, on close inspection, you can see that there's a, a ring at the very base of the brazier and the metal seems to pro um, proceed further inside the pedestal. Uh, it looks like it's almost a, a hollow pedestal that energy is coming up and out of and is, is, is um, sort of coming out of the top of the pedestal in a flame fashion. So it's coming from the floor. It's coming up through this hollow, what must be a semi-hollow pedestal, yeah. Yeah, through and from inside the cave somewhere possibly. You don't know. It could be something within the pedestal. Yeah, it could but, be underneath oh, the pedestal. You're not could sure. could be within the pedestal. You, you can't tell. You can't tell. All you know is that the magic is coming up through the pedestal and out the top near the brazier as green flickering flames. Well, I'll tell everyone that it's mm. possible that it's we can't move it because it's a part. Does it look like the pedestal itself can be, is it bolted to the floor or what? Um, with the roll of 26, you, you take a look now near the bottom of the pedestal and it looks like it's been carved from the rock. Uh, okay. It is connected to the ground. So not a movable object. I, I don't usually. think we'll be able to move this. <laughs> if we showed up with a moving version of it, show somebody of <laughs> They might go, what? How did you move that? It would depend on what the person you're showing you yeah, about yeah. the um, about the forge. So we can't take it with us, everyone. What do you think? Should we destroy it? Or should we go destroy everybody? <laughs> if, if, if it is in the world. <laughs> if we destroy the bad people, surely we don't need to destroy this. It seems Agreed. silly to destroy something so magical and potentially so good for use later. Yeah, plus if one to everything. Yeah, if, if we stop the bad guy, then maybe we can work on protecting the forge yeah. in I a would, better way. 
I would love to see you what kind of ideas you have for destroying this thing, that's for sure. Yes, I'm, I'm quite concerned about the idea of trying to destroy a magical artifact without any knowledge of what, what could mm. uh, happen. Yeah, yeah, that's outside my realm of, of knowledge. Mm. Um, Baron, I think you at least understand that if you were to destroy, even if you could destroy the pedestal, there's a chance and I, a thought that this power isn't even coming from that pedestal, that mm. destroying the pedestal might simply lower the flame to the ground. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Are you relaying any of that, Baron? Or? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we are finding Nundo then and, and the black spider. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. We don't have any uh, any sort of way of knowing who is where. There's, this is a rabbit war in this place. How are we going to protect oh, this just- thing? Oh, protect Well, they would have come here if they could already. Hopefully, if we get to, to them soon enough, they won't have time to. They'll yeah. be distracted by us, I think. Mm. If mm. we find them first before they find the forge. They've had months to find this as well. I don't know why. Yeah, we, we have been some fine. reason that has stopped them coming in here. Maybe that yep. giant eyeball thing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we know that they cannot remove it from this place, so we could do a thorough search of the area and return here. Uh-huh. And if they can't remove it, we can keep it safe upon our return. Yeah, cool. cook some hot dogs on it or something. Yeah, let's have that. Plus <laughs> <laughs> one hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm, grilled ch- grilled ch- cheese. Do we want to check the room behind us just to make sure it's kind of safe before we venture out? Into Please do. The is there still a table in front of it, eh? Uh, it, it got destroyed by the Gricks that entered the um, entered this okay. room. So basically the door is actually partially open at the moment. Cool. So I'd just like to um, kind of quietly, carefully, as quietly as I can, just slightly open it a little bit and kind of peer through to see if I can see anything obvious waiting there. And if not, I'm just going to open it up and step yeah, through. Give me, give me a stealth roll. Sure. Mm. Yes, 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 there it is. We did have four ones in a row just before. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> I rolled a six. <laughs> right, yeah, so you, you're walking across on a lot of the debris from that are, from parts of this room that had been destroyed, and you, you're kind of, you turn to the group and go, I'm going to be very quiet about this. And you just like <laughs> crunch, crunch, as you crunch across like the room, standing on like the grick. You stand on one of the gricks and just bust that open. And At least all I try the, the rubble, and you... You think you're peering through quietly into this um, this room, uh, and we'll just reveal there is nothing that you can see really in this room. It seems to be a secret, a separate little workspace. Um, did you say secret? Not secret. Sorry, I, uh, accident- I did accidentally <laughs> say secret. <laughs> Thank you for pulling me up on that. Thank you. Uh, it's a, a separate workspace um, where mm-hmm. I, it looks like. Um, I don't know, it may be part of the workshop. It's uh, also been just completely destroyed. Um, maybe there was right. extra work done in here at some point, but there's nothing that really tells of its origins anymore. Um, it's, very, it's really dusty in here. It doesn't look like even the, the um, creature that was guarding this room has touched this room uh, in, okay. in over 100 years. So, so I'm just going to turn back to the group and say, nothing to see here, just another door further up the way. Um, what do we want to do? <laughs> 
Well, there's another door. Yeah. <laughs> it's closed. Yeah, there's also not much light in that room because it's only yeah. getting the light from the um, the forge yeah. that's flickering. So mm-hmm. literally all I'm saying, all I can see is dust in a door. Okay. What's through the other door? <laughs> do you want me to go have a look? I'm, I'm yes. more than happy to do so. Just please. All right, cool. <laughs> Just yell if you spot another door. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <Not yelling. laughs> oh, don't yell. Just and to said other door, and once again, as quietly as I possibly can, just kind of gently. Does it open in or does it open it out? Uh, it opens inwards. Okay, I'm just going to pull it open a fraction so I can kind of poke my head out the door and just kind of look look through. Yeah. Do you, you do you have any sort of light <laughs> or anything on you at the moment? I've, I've got torches if I if I have to light. A torch. Yeah, because you 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 kick up a bit of dust on your way across to the. <laughs> Um, the external or this door and you push it open a little bit we're getting a bit of echo that's annoying Um, push open the door a little bit and you look out and you just it's just complete darkness out there okay so I'm just going to go back hey Baron it's dark use your torch (laughs) (laughs) so I'm just going to fumble around for my torch light it and I'm going to throw it down the hallway you can throw it you're going to just throw it out I have several (laughs) Uh, maybe okay. someone with light night lookers should be helping out. I'm just yeah. sitting here well, being useless. None of, none of you are aware that Loris is about to throw this torch, but I do want to confirm, no. Loris, that you want to throw the torch. I've out done the it door. before. It's been a perfectly valid option to throw a, a torch into a dark hallway. Is it? <laughs> what happened, <laughs> what happened the last time you did that? Oh, I, can't I believe you what. got knocked out. <laughs> was that when I threw it into the um... the torch lands um, mm-hmm. a good fifteen feet away from maybe twenty feet That's away from it? it gives it a good up. throw, um, <laughs> and you can see that this door leads back into that cave system. Um, cool. You're lighting up uh, enough of the room that you can see the 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 roof of the cavern has come down again from from its heights uh, that there previously were. It's only maybe fifteen feet above you. Um, uh, and there doesn't seem it, nothing else has really been lit up from that torch. Okay, so I'm just going to close the door, head back to um, the room, and go. Yeah, it leads to the more cave. The one thing that you did notice when you um, poked <clears throat> your head out the door was that just the the sound of that boom um, just seemed a bit louder. Huh. So I'll, I'll relay that back to the guys and just yeah. say it's it's more cave. The waves are loud. Nothing yeah. spectacular. Okay. All right. I say we proceed. I have another suggestion. If I, if I could help the group again, I have. I felt certain power when I woke this morning. I felt, for some reason, the vision of five was in my head, <laughs> and uh, made me think that perhaps I could divine whether there were traps in the area. Mm. How about I do that? Sure. <laughs> Seems good. What sort of finding um... traps? Seems good. What Thank sort of you. Area does that spell cast out upon? Um, it has a range of 120 feet. Um, so I'd like to uh, wait to do that until I'm in in this new area. It's probably not as amazing as that I would hope because it says it has to be within line of sight. It also states uh, it would it would sense an area affected by alarm spell, a glyph of warding, or a mechanical pit trap but it would not reveal a natural weakness in the floor, an unsealing, or a hidden sinkhole. I think that would that makes sense. Okay. Because those aren't really 
traps that traps. have been made, right? There's a just that's the, yeah, that's just the environment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to uh, come out this door. Is, is this door blocked as well? That was destroyed. That was destroyed as that well. That barricade was destroyed as well. Yeah, from the strength the, right. of these glicks. Um, I'll follow you. I'm going to use my night lookers to look inside this new space that I'm in. And that's um, how far you get to see, like 60. Oops, no, not initiative. Where's that? Initiative. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, initiative. <laughs> and uh. see, you can see quite far. So let's. I'll reveal it to everyone, but this is really what Mirican is seeing. Um, oops. Mm-mm-mm. Cool. Burn them spell slots, baby. So, you, um, Mirror, can you step out of this workshop and head north a little bit? Um, and you can see uh, Loris's torch just sitting in uh, on on the cavern floor. Um, Do you know it's Loris's torch? She well, no. You can uh, actually. That's a good. That's a good point. Did oh like you see? You see a torch. Mirkin sees a torch sitting what on the ground. The? <laughs> oh my god! Um, and it is lighting up a chunk of the room, which uh, you know, with your with your dark vision as well, uh, enables you to see a bit more of the this specific area to the north of you. Um, to the north uh, east, you can see the passageway drops down. Um, but it's quite smooth, and you can only assume uh, that's either a path or a stairway down somewhere to the northeast. Uh, and over to your to your left, you look over, and you can see this passageway that ends partially in a wall. Maybe it turns around uh, to the turns to the right as at the, at the edges of what you can see. Um, yeah, and you can see again the walls here are quite uh, glistening with water. There's a bit of there seems to be a bit more moisture in the air here as well. Um, and then I, you can hear just another wave crashing somewhere within this this cave system, uh, and the ground shakes a little bit, and it seems to be much nearer um, than before. Oh, can I just uh, check a little bit um, over here to the I guess west? Yeah, sure. Um, never eat soggy wheat bix. I always have to think about that in my head. <laughs> I never know which way to reach. So what I'll, what I'll say is um, <laughs> you, you start this what looks like mind um, corridor now. And you, oh. you're getting to a point where you can see it turning sharply to the um, And you're not really certain where that would, from your current perspective, you're not really sure where that might go. Um, mm. If you want, we can continue you walking up into that corner. Um, I'm going to wait until the rest of my, my comrades are area. I don't want to just wander off without consulting them. Yeah. Well, Sildar has has been following behind you and he's just, come on, Sig, don't lag behind. Uh, Bill follows. Finishing the last few notes on the spell forge, which he has been searching for. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Reluctantly, he closed the book and vacates the room following his party. Uh, I am going to ask: Are you leaving the doors to this area open? Like they're—they're they're not. The doors aren't busted. Uh, the doors are still are in some kind of working condition. Are you leaving the doors open? Are you shutting the doors behind you? Are you trying to hide the fact you were ever there? What are the, What's the purpose of your leaving? Are you coming back in two minutes? What are we doing? Uh, in that case, Sig would like to close the doors to restrict the green light venturing into the hallway. 
Mm, okay, good. Yeah, because there was a little bit of green light. And Sildar helps uh, you with the with the other door as well, just to make sure that that is all closed up. Uh, good thinking, Sig. Uh, we've, we can't let anyone know we were here. Which way do we go? Once we've decided on our direction, I can divine for traps. Well, what does it look like down this left-hand, this um, westerly end? Yeah, from from the current perspective, uh, so if, oh, I need to know who's who's carrying any sort of light at the moment. Not me. Sig is. Okay, Sig cool. will be carrying a torch, not unlike that one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Boris will go pick his, other to- his torch up. And we'll also be carrying his torch, which he'll occasionally throw just so he can sneak uh, it in. Okay. Stop throwing that. <laughs> All right, Loris goes over to pick up this um, his torch <laughs> and notices the handle is a little damper, uh, but it doesn't seem um, to have affected I, the flame. Can I go to whack him the next time he <laughs> tries to throw it? Yeah, we'll let you ready that action. You must <laughs> make a bit of a, a racket, but it is also a really loud cave, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah there's if a... I time it for a wave cave, boom, I can just go... <laughs> Yeah, so the, the cave for the mutt is pretty quiet. Um, the the sound of the, the waves crashing is, is almost deafeningly loud. It disguises most sound and it echoes throughout the cave for a good minute. And then it's sil- like a wave. Yeah. And then, it, then it's, it's still for about a minute and then it <laughs> crashes again. Um, so yeah, so there's definitely moments of quiet moments of, um, noise. Um, but what you can see off, what you can see off to that West is, is, uh, all of you now, um, that can see into this corridor can see that it stops at a wall and it seems to go (laughs) a hard right. And that's all you can really see from that, from that point. Can someone walk the extra five feet uh, and just see that it's I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna pluck up the courage and peek around. I have to know. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's that's cool. Um, I'm going to quietly move to take the smallest peek I can. This cur- uh, curves back to the left again as you move, on, and there's this a hint of it opening just uh, in your peripheral, uh, periphery, peripheral vision in there. It's just in the edges of you thing so i mean what i can say is you can you can you can take a quick peek around if you wanted to check and see what was down that corridor can we just walk around (laughs) who's your night peeking which way are we going are we going north or are we going down this i want to go down the stairs but if you could peek around the corner it'd be good yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna peek, and I'd say stairs. Stairs uh, seem like uh, a better. Right. How far? Well, it goes down. A lot. Stairs seem uh, lucky to me. Don't <laughs> the stairs go down? Okay, American, you look um, around the this corner of the room. Now your night vision uh, is is filling in a lot of the gaps here. You can see what looks like shambling zombies. Um, there seems to be, you can't really make out completely how many, cause they seem to be right near the end of your, um, dark vision, but you can also see something massive and mechanical maybe, uh, with area. Um, it's not, it's almost a half, um, dug in from, from mining, like equipment and maybe partially natural formation. 
you can see um, again, just off to the right of this mechanical thing, a maybe a bit of a ditch uh, with a big, what looks like maybe a wheel, um, partially within this ditch. And the wheel seems quite large in size, maybe twenty feet in diameter. <gasps> I start flailing my my hands wildly. What you can also barely oh, see past your night vision, past your night vision, uh, dark vision, is you can just make out a soft green glow hovering um, near or behind those two. This mechanism, it's maybe 10 feet off the ground and it's just a moving and it's moving back towards, uh, it flickers out of, out of view for a bit and then it comes back into view and it's sort of moving throughout that room, but never getting into your, um, dark vision, your radius. I start flailing, flailing my arms wildly to stop anyone going any further and with whisper explaining what I've seen. Zombies. 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 And a, another green glowing. Did the, did the green glowing look like the speck? I don't know. <laughs> it was probably just a blue. Faerun's <laughs> <laughs> famous green glowing blue. I say we go in the other direction. Yeah, we don't want any baddies. <laughs> I mean, that's or, not what you're here for. No, because <laughs> we're on the tour. Hunting the bad guy who's a necromancer isn't what we're <laughs> Damn it. Should we fight these zombies and green glowing thing? What do you think? Well, can't you make friends know. with them? Make friends well, they haven't seen us yet, so we do have the L surprise, I suppose. Yes. You, you tried the zombie dude, didn't you? You might try to make friends with them. Yeah, it was going well. I'm not holding a torch, am I? Oh. <laughs> um, I don't want to make friends with these ones. American, you can see as well that the torchlight from the people behind you is making its way down this corridor a bit. They're zombies. They're too stupid to know the difference. I they feel that they're already too close to the Forge of Spells. <laughs> We must rid this place of them. Okay. I'm in the mood for killing zombies. I can understand that sort of logic. And there's a giant wheel? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the least of my concerns right now, but yes. We'll we'll say that Mirakin has given you guys all the information that I've given Mirakin, unless there was anything you wanted to hold back. Um, No, no. Bill, what are you thinking, having heard of this green light back there and zombies and some sort of mechanism of some sort. Um, I'm just going to say in a hushed tone, like, uh, do we, what do we think? What do we think that? I don't think we want to run into another one of those, uh, those floating eyeball guys. And Silda sort of whispers over to Murican. uh, You don't think it's another, another forge, do you? Yeah, is that the forge? And this was just like a real shitty forge. <laughs> Did look like a bit of a backup forge, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. It, it seemed to be moving back and forth. I, I don't a guest it. forge. <laughs> <laughs> the question that remains is do we engage them? Yeah. Tick, you're, you're the war scholar. Yeah, well, what yeah. say you? Indeed. 
I would prefer to bring back rather than us see them stumble down the hallway a little bit further and find our reserve forge. So you're suggesting okay. we, we charge? We attack, take our advantage. I'm good with that. Mr. Baron, you've got some good hand gestures there. What does that mean? <laughs> Should we attack the big balloon, green balloon thing first? How far away is it? It's a glowing object. It might be, that's obviously the weirdest unknown object. American, you know that it's past the radius of your dark vision. Mm. So it's like... I don't know what it is, and it's the furthest away. So Okay. So we're going to have to attack the zombies to get to it anyway. I guess so. Let's kill us some zombies then. I Maybe might be we able should to try to it. draw them towards us rather than us rushing in. Put a brain here <laughs> on the floor. Brain on a string. I'll go get. Bring I'll go get the one from the Grick. I'll be back in just okay. a second. Oh yes. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Cool. Blinks <laughs> off and gets out his plus one dagger. Mm. And goes to extract the Grick's brain. Can you give me my famous rock and tribute? So I'm gonna go zombie fishing. Can you give me a survival roll, Sig? The finest of survival rolls has come, but unfortunately, it's just a ten. That's enough. With the, we're going to give you that plus one from your dagger that gets in there, and you scoop out. You don't get, you don't do a good job of it, but you manage to hunt out. You cut through its beak and uh, grab its beak and open it and tear it open and start hacking it away with your blade to try and open this grick up properly. Uh, and you find what you can only assume is a brain. It seems to be about like almost maybe a little smaller than a an orange. Like a, an or- oranges come in many sizes, but it's a small orange sized. Um, and yeah, you found what you can only dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the size of a very, very large grape. A very large grape. It's a small grape. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it fits in your hand. You can you can sort of grab it, um, and you find it, and you hold it aloft, and you're like, "I have found brain." I have found the brain. Sig <laughs> <laughs> um, takes the brain, and goes and passes it gingerly to Merrickin's rope that looks <laughs> unlike this USB cable. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie my rope around the brain. Okay. How long is your rope? Let me check my inventory. It is some long. It's probably like a 50-foot rope, um, but I don't know how well you can launch a 50-foot rope. You can definitely... Well, let's get into the weeds and look into that. Mm. <laughs> let me find my inventory. Now we, oh, we know how dangerous ropes are for you guys. Pardon? We know how dangerous ropes are for you guys. Especially when we I try know. to climb them or descend them. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't say. It's it's rope. It's usually 64. It has two hit points though. That's what it says. <laughs> oh. Let me just put that in the chat. It <laughs> yeah. has two hit points and can be burst with burst. a DC 17 strength check. I'm going to say it's the same for the brain, except it's got a DC 10 strength check. It can be burst as well. Um, nice. Can we make a hook? You want to go fishing? <laughs> well, just 
I don't know about tying a rope around a brain. Oh, I thought you meant like, so when a zombie bites into it, the hook goes into their oh, mouth. And well, that would be it. ideal. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Surely we could make a hook out of it, like a bone that we've, that we've found from someone. Guys, I don't know why I thought you'd see much of this cave tonight. I don't know why. This is our best plan yet. Actually. <laughs> I don't know. We could just use like a, an arrow or a, a bolt. Yeah. 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 Who's got an arrowhead they can break off? This is like some MacGyver stuff right here. I'm loving mm-hmm. it. It's pretty genius. I have a bag I'm of flour. Oh, I'm going to hook it through the brain and tie the rope to the end after the brain's been hooked onto the arrow. Mm. Okay. What I'll get from you is I'm going to get an intelligence check from you. You can choose oh. which. Oh, rude. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, Are you sorry? saying this isn't the best idea? No, no, it is. I just want to maybe intelligence <laughs> okay, isn't good. the right role. Maybe survival is the better role for it. Um, I can, I can do. What does survival either? use? Let's that see. uses wisdom, doesn't it? Survival. Mm. Uh, I have rolled a twenty-one. I don't know how you do it, American, but you've crafted this beautiful. Uh, it's basically a brain on a on a rope. Um, awesome. You've got a, an arrow that has been pushed through some of the threads of the rope at the end and th- brain, and you've popped it through the other end of the brain just to secure um, the rope to the arrow to the brain. You've got a brain on a rope. Add brain let's, on a rope to your inventory. Let's go for it. <laughs> just like soap on a rope. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, smarter. Right. Okay, I've got a great idea. If we can lure a clump of them, I can entangle them. They'll never stand a chance. Yes. I think don't let them touch the brain because even if you're only pulling one at a time, like they'll be like, oh, going after it. <laughs> yeah. Then they won't be able to mess with the brain. You'll be able to throw it back in for another one. <laughs> right, okay. Just break it down. As they get close enough, we can just chop them in half. Yes. All right. Who wants to throw our amazing bait? Um, not, not who me. wants to go fishing? Sildar's just like raises his hand. Oh, me, me. This is, <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Okay. And like, you notice this is when you notice <laughs> that Sildar is almost like on your shoulder looking over <laughs> at you putting this all together. You've really got his attention with this. All right, Sildar, show us what you've got. You do like fishing, Sildar? <laughs> um, so he's, he, he does ask, like, how, uh, how far? Into it, like I'm not going to be able to turf fifty foot of rope. Uh, I can do my best. Well, Silda, how about I throw it and you drag it down? I'm pretty sure I can throw fifty length of rope down there. Um, and he takes a look around the corner. Uh, he can't see anything because he doesn't have dark vision. He just sees a little bit of the flickering of the torchlight from the other two, um, and then it just goes off into darkness. Uh, and he says, "Mirican, uh, do I give this like a?" Would would this require like a a ten or a fifteen out of twenty? Do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> you have to describe to me what I can see. I'm gonna. I think it's a fifteen, but you have to tell me if I can see how far yeah, away can, they are. There is like you can see when you peek around. There's about four shapes that you can't really tell too far. Uh, like how much distance is between the closest one and the furthest one. But they, I, I think if you'd throw throughout like 30 feet of rope, I think you'd get it pretty close to the middle there. I've got an amazing idea. That's like the, the piece de resistance of mm. this plan. I'm going to use my gust cantrip to waft the stinky brain oh, smell yes. towards them when he throws oh, it. This is, <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Brain on a rope. We're going to have 
um, Silda throw this rope. Um, Go and, Silda. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Loris. Just as he throws it, um, I want to be prepared, and I'm sure Sig will be the same around the corner for when a zombie gets within kind of striking distance, if they do follow, that I'm going to just rip his head off. Just going to have that ready for when a zombie gets within our range. Yeah, that's that's fair. So why doesn't why doesn't everyone put themselves in in the position to be standing? So at the moment we've got Mirakin and Sildar very very close. Um, oh, sorry, just going to select the right thing. I'm going to I'm going to call what's happening. I'm going to tell Sildar what's happening. So because he can't see so well. Does anyone yeah. know if zombies have dark vision? <laughs> I'm just because I'm curious as to how much they can see and whether I put myself around the corner. Not that you want to metagame or anything, right? No, no, I'm, I'm actually asking in-game. Does anyone oh. actually know? Like, if Baron is a necromancer, does I he know s- whether, whether he would know? I mean, I might. I um, really don't. Give me, give me <laughs> Brian? a wisdom check, uh, Baron. <laughs> wisdom? On, uh, okay. It's not intelligence for oh. my reading. Or arcana. Um, I'll let you choose, like either choose a, a wisdom or intelligence role. You can you can pick which okay. is your favorite. I'll do uh, kind of. They're both plus seven. <clears throat> oh, I roll a three plus seven, <laughs> so ten. Um, you have you recall stories of them having an uncanny ability to attack in the dark, but that's mm. all you really know. They're dangerous in the dark, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm just because I'm just wondering whether, given where we're kind of standing at the moment, it's, it's going to be a bit crowded. So I'm just I'm thinking planting myself there in the corner. Maybe I'm going to turn. I'll turn out my torch. Well, you know, snuff out my torch and just stand in the corner. So you're going to be you're going to have zero vision. I'm. Oh, I'm it's dark. You smell I'm, just waiting, I'm just waiting. As soon as something gets in front of you, I'm going to slam at it. How smart are these zombies, though? Won't they be dissuaded if they if they can potentially see you? They may not take they out. They might just bait. yell out. I'm, ass- I'm assuming the smell of brains will just drive them insane, and they'll follow it. I think we should just wait for them to come. Don't don't yeah. give them the chance okay. to see you. Okay. Otherwise, our our stealthy, amazing plan might get ruined. All right. Yeah. I will wait wait where I am then until a zombie appears, and then I'll smash it. Okay. Prepare so- for smashing. So, Mirkin, you're up against the corner. Sildar is standing next to you, looking into the darkness. Um, he says, as soon as I throw this bitch, I'll uh, back off. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, tell you with it. I'll tell you how fast to pull it. Okay. And he's like, three. And he's start winding an edge of it. And it's kind of enough swinging room to make sure it doesn't hit the floor. Two. And he's swinging a bit faster. <laughs> And he's like, and as he throws this thing, Um, and he throws very well. He manages to let go at the perfect time for the weight of the brain and the knot at the end of the rope and the arrow to really drive that rope through his hand. And he's he in his head, he's thinking it's he's only going to get like 10, 20, 25 feet, but unraveling in his hand, and it just and it thuds. You can. Is he going to grab it? Yeah, make yeah. it sound like <laughs> and it just lands and Mirror, can you see it land um thud and right into the middle of this group of zombies um you got it uh, it's a perfect cast <laughs> and Silva's like oh, so and he he's, reel him in reel him in oh and he starts I'm gonna gust the smell um we're gonna <laughs> let's see how well he rolls it real um 
He's rolled, he's rolled okay. okay. So how, what sort of speed do you want him to bring this in? Because he can't see. So he's just going to be listening for your, <laughs> your call. Zombie walking say, speed. You can yeah. see the... Yes. <laughs> you, you see one of the zombies and you can hear one of the zombies just go... And then uh, <laughs> you can see that shape crouch, start to crouch down to, and try and reach out for this, for this brain. Sure, yeah, quickly, quickly, wheel it back. And he starts, he starts wheeling it in and the zombie... But stop, stop, and, let me gust. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the brain has now moved past behind the zombie, back towards the corridor that he's, it's been, the rope's been thrown, and the, and the zombie is turning. But you notice none of the other zombies seem to have given it any mind. Right. What if, if I gu- uh, I've told him to pause and I'm going to try and gust yes. the scent? Silda has, Silda has stopped. Um, <laughs> so, is because um, this requires a strength save, or they get pushed, or are you just going to do a, a real? No, gentle, I'm just, just a creating real, a just just a, a, ooh, a, just a real gentle. Mm. I'm just doing a gentle one, a mm. non an unpushing. Yeah, the, the all of you, the whole Breeze. group, just feels a bit of pressure build up behind you, and just a small push of um, pressure change past you guys, um, and this. And moves past over the the rope and the brain, and you can see two of the other zombies suddenly suddenly turn um, and start making their way towards that <gasps> brain as well. Amazing job, Silda. We've got them on the hook. Mm-hmm. All right, and Silda's like, "Do I keep? Do I do I keep uh, winding him in?" How close are they? They're they're starting to get a little close. So two of them are are now um, they're a bit further away than this first brain is. Uh, first brain, the first zombie is. But the zombie again, he's turned and he's he's starting to reach down for it again now. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Walking speed, walking speed. Yeah, and he's just pulling the rope and he's pulling the rope in at just like what he assumes walking speed is. Um, and thanks to Sig's, thanks to Sig's light from the, from the torch, the brain comes into view um, across the ground in front of you. And just there's a hint of a, a zombie... Um, coming, <laughs> coming into that light now. It is focused on the ground. Um, and again, you can you can just hear it let out a... Uh, brain! Guy's brain! <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and Silda, finally seeing this abomination, starts um, moving back and past uh, the Baron and, and Loris and Bill... And as he's pulling this brain closer, the zombie getting oh. closer and closer um, to Mirakin. Does the brain brain go past? Can us? I? No, the brain is <clears> still the brain is still sort of just on the edge of that corner at the moment now. I'm going to start backing off too. As okay. soon as zombie appears in my sight, I want to slap. Oh, you can you can see one of those zombies now. Yeah, as soon as it get like guess within within five feet of me, I'm just going to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Silda is looking towards Bill and he's, he, call, he whispers out to Mirakin, Mirakin, do I? And then just poof, the sound of the wave <laughs> just <laughs> drowns him out as he tries to ask the question. Um, and then the sound of that, that, the wave is just echoing through. Well, you see, you see Silda's mouth moving, but you, and the, the zombies are just getting a little bit closer. Uh, the brain's still keep, in in the same spot. Keep backing off while drawing my bow and pointing that they're coming. Hopefully, that the others can acknowledge my hand signals. 
<laughs> the fishing trip is a success. What are the, what are the, what are the rest of you doing? We'll move back. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ready for combat. Cool. The, the other I'm two ready zombies, in action to uh, shoot it. Um, Silda was still waiting for word back from Mirakin, um, and this zombie has now bitten down into this brain um, and is, is just also, at the same point, has pulled it up to his mouth. He's biting into it and finds this rope, and he's just kind of like tugging at, at the rope <laughs> with the brain in his mouth. And Sildar is like, whoa! Like, <laughs> does, he, does he bite into the arrow? Uh, you know what? Why not? You ask, so why not? He bites down. He looks down. so happy, though. Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to do a, because we gave, I gave the brain a DC of 10. So the zombie's going to bite down um, with a plus one. He's only bitten down with a three. So he's just, he's still oh. just kind of gnawing on this thing. Okay. He hasn't taken a big bite into it yet. He's, uh, he's almost it. like just salivating over and licking it. And, <laughs> um, take, just taking it in. These other two zombies uh, are now coming up behind him and around him. Um, I'm so stoked our plan worked. <laughs> can I shoot? Can I shoot them? Can we yes. do Do we get a surprise round? Is that a thing? I mean, are we going into initiative? Are we doing it? I reckon. Are we guys? Well, we're not going to let them sit there and do the brain. All right, yeah, roll we, initiative. I can shoot them perfectly from here. Oh. Our plan was incredible. Well done, everyone. <laughs> yes. Well done, Silver. That was a great plan, American. <laughs> Fishing for zombies. Why not? Fishing for zombies. <laughs> oh, that's his new song. Oh. Kiwi Music Month. <laughs> I rolled a 17. I, I, I guess that inspired Bill's next hit, huh? <clears throat> yeah, I haven't written anything for that, but that'd be good. How's, um... I rolled a nine. What's, what's everyone telling me? Tell me your rolls. I uh, rolled a 22.14. Cool. Sig also <gasps> rolled a 22.14. Oh, dang. But being Did a gentleman that he is, he will allow Mr. Bill to go first. Silda has rolled a two. <laughs> oh, Silda. Well, he is at the back of the group, so, I mean, that's okay. It's kind of understandable. I've, yeah. <laughs> He's busy fishing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so top of the order. Bill, We this is the surprise round. So you guys all get on these zombies and then you will get another attack on these zombies <clears throat> oh, this is going to be messed up this is going to be fantastic <laughs> Bill, Bill, over to you um, so I'm going to call out to Sig uh, and sing to him <laughs> fighting away I don't know what else to say I'll pray anyway today's another day to fight them don't shy away. I'll be inspiring my friend, okay? Take <laughs> on Zig. Take on him. Take him on. Uh, so please take your bardic inspiration, which is now a D8. Ooh, um, thanks to the power of... Level five, everybody. Level five. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to run in... Uh, stab this guy, drawing from my left hip. Uh, I believe I need to roll a d3. Uh, oh, yeah. Do we give us a d3. Yeah. It, c- it just comes out. No sparks, no anything. It just comes out fine. But it does look sharper than the last time you saw that rapier. 
pointier maybe, oh, right. stabbier. Oh, very stabby. Mm. Um, sorry, I don't think I updated my plus one on here. I only did it on Beyond. Oh, we can we can add the plus one. That's fine. Uh, so I got an eighteen. Nice. I'm assuming you're, 19, you're swiping out at the one holding onto the brain at the moment. Uh, yeah, the one at the at the front. Cool. Uh, and that is you rolled eleven for damage, but we get to add a one onto that for the plus one weapon. So that's so twelve damage. You um, oh, sorry, actually, I'm just looking at it. It looks like I did add it. Okay, my bad. Okay, sweet. But it's it's uh, an eleven. Um, it's distracted until that that rapier just pushes into its shoulder, um, and it uh, lets out as best of scream it can. <gasps> Oh, um, Silver? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Silver. <laughs> no, Silver, no, 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 I sound more like ah, ouchie. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> I do hear it now. Yeah, um, uh, drop the brain uh, out of its hands and just look up towards you, and and takes you all in for a moment with a just a look of absolute <laughs> hunger. Um, uh, I'm assuming that's your bonus action and your action there, Bill. Uh, over to you, Sig. Right, Sig takes the torch in his hand as he manoeuvres past his party and he um, drops the torch in such a way that there's enough light for combat in that little area, but not making it go down the hallway type thing. So maybe like there. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's... Uh, Not the second one. Uh, Let's have a look. Yeah, no, that's fine because it only does twenty feet of light, so that's totally fine where you've dropped it. Um, and then Sig would like to use his bardic inspiration. Now, I I say it before I do it or something like that, right? You um, can see you see your first roll, and then decide whether or not you want to use it. Yeah. So you can roll your d twenty and then go. Oh, I want to add a d eight to that. Yeah, but Sig, yeah. this is the first, um you've. You've dropped that torch that you can just see these abominations standing in front of you. One of them is still a little distracted by this brain. The other one is is glaring out with his arms outstretched, reaching towards Bill. And they're all dramatically lit from thanks to your torch. Oh, indeed. The scariest kind of lighting. Yeah. Sig would love to yell out a war cry, but restrains himself somehow as he channels his strength into his hammer with a two-handed stance and bats into the northernmost zombie. Cool. The one that still seems distracted by this brain. Give us a roll to hit. <laughs> and Sig will elect to use the thing on the next one. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's cool. With a 22, it is... Oh, wait, you wanted to... Oh, two hits. Two hits. That's right. We well, don't Sig have to... Unless- you don't have, you don't to, have use to use it. it either. You can oh. see what you roll first and then decide to use it if you want to. So with a 22 and a 21, did you want to use uh, your Bardic Inspiration? If I can save it, I'll save it. Perfect. <laughs> um, both hits um, take this uh, zombie by surprise. You deal an amazing 18 of uh, damage onto this thing. Um, and you, you knock it prone with that final shot. It's still uh, undead, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But but not, uh, not looking too good. Anything else from Sig? No. Okay, cool. Loris, over to you. Okay, so um, seeing Sig light up all the space and seeing three zombies there, mm. um, 
I kind of looked down and, and noticed this necklace that's been around my neck for like the last three, to, was there last session, but I didn't really notice it and mm-hmm. notice it, kind of look at it. Um, and this vague memory that it was Lucas that he's planted there. So I'm just going to hold on to it and, and quietly say to myself, for Luca, for the dark rule, and rage on. And such, I'm going to <clears throat> hone into here in a rather reckless attack using my inspiration point that I got given last time. With I get double attacks to thanks to level five, yay level five! Smash the shit out of the zombie. Yeah, here. great. Also, by <laughs> the way, great new voice. Is that the new voice? Because I loved it. I loved it. Um, I want to hear that. It voice. will be. In, it will be in certain circumstances ah, when I okay. when I um use the spirit of um Luca. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Where is my Ragey Macy? Not not Ragey Macy. Ragey Axe. I hope I did this right. <laughs> <laughs> um, here we go, Ragey Great X 1 and Ragey Great, Great X 2. With Reckless Attack, I think I get advantage Whoa. on the first attack. So I'll, I'll roll it three times. So. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> what's, what's, what's the cool attack? What the hell? That is, 27, that's... 23, and 20. I don't think we needed that surprise round, guys. So, <laughs> your X is also a plus one at the moment as well. So yeah, gets... so I've, I've added that on. Oh, have you? Okay, cool. It's already, it's already added on in the attacks at the moment. So, okay, that's great. like 8 and 16. Yeah. Yeah, 8 and 16 of the damage that it does because the third roll was kind of the was advantage roll, not that it was needed. Yeah, that first swipe of your axe does plenty of damage, but it can one that puts the zombie um, to the ground uh, and it just <clears throat> slams into the ground, um, landing on top of this uh, this brain uh, and the arrow uh, just pushes through its head. Um, it's it's double dead. It is very, very dead. Thanks for Excellent. that attack. Like double dead. Yeah. Cool. That was great. Um, the Baron. Okay. I'm going to... Do I have a clear shot at either of these? Loris's frame is probably putting... How about if I move here? If you move there, I'd say you've got a a decent shot at both. Okay. Well, I'll try and shoot the one that's been damaged with Chill Touch. Oh, great. A nine. Uh, I'm trying to recall necrotic damage on the dead, but I think... It's fine. I think that's fine. In fact, it even um, has a... um, If it hits them, they have disadvantage on attack rolls against me. Oh, wow. Okay, perfect. (coughs) All right, so that is a roll of a, a nine. Um, and you're the, you were attacking the one around the corner, one that hasn't been attacked yet. Is that correct? Uh, no, the one that has been attacked. Next oh, the to one. Sick. Okay, next to sick. Okay, cool. A oh. nine is enough. Oh. Um, and with that nine damage, uh, parts of its skin um, and hair and whatever's remaining on its face just starts falling, um, and it leans forward into Sig to just grab out and just slides down the front of Sig dead. <laughs> Into like a, a messy, rotten puddle onto the floor. Uh, and so it's dead. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to skip away a bit. Uh, okay. Over to you. 
Um, can I move into the same spot where Brian was just and take a shot with my short bow? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. I've rolled an eight. A roll of an eight, ten piercing damage. A roll of an eight is enough. Um, wow. Whoa, what kind of armor oh, do these things not have? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, they're, they're basically just shambling messes. Um, I guess it's easy to penetrate rotting skin. Yeah, yeah, and you do exactly that. You just knock straight into the rib cage of this thing, and it just pushes straight through and into the and cl- sort of clatters off the wall behind him. But you've just knocked a beautiful hole through the sternum of this um, zombie. Doing nice. 10 damage. Nice. Um, and I'm going to sick run sin on him. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get his legs. <laughs> Go for the legs, my child. <laughs> what has he rolled? A 10. Okay, cool. And a 10 is enough to do some damage. What am I doing here? Three uh, damage. Three damage. Runs in, runs across across the floor and leaps up onto its teeth and uh, tries to pump some poison into it, but it doesn't do anything. The, the, it, it lets go and the, and the poison just sort of pumps back out of the leg and down the Ew. leg of this Ew. zombie. <laughs> um, so you've done, to yeah, me, my child. you've done a little more damage on it. Uh, it would be the zombie's turn, but they've all been surprised. Sildar is just going to spend the next, his well, his turn, just frantically reeling up this rope um, <laughs> to make sure it's okay. And it, it it's stuck underneath like this dead zombie and he just gives it one massive tug and the head of the zombie, which is caught on this arrow, just separates from the zombie's body and he starts reeling it back in and it finally, <laughs> he finally gets to the end of this rope and just goes, oh, oh my God, and just drops the, <laughs> drops the rope onto the ground, seeing this oh, zombie to the... The end of this rope. Oh, dear. Um, Bill, we're back with you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I think seeing us kind of lay waste to, to this group, I'm going to try to finish off the last one that I can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just going to stab him. With my rapier. From your current position, you might need to sort of step out to to get a clear shot at him. Um, you've got the of this wall between you guys. Um, okay, I'll, I'll lean out. Yeah, cool. Stab. Yeah, cool. Uh, whereabouts are you aiming this the stab? Uh, into his the shoulder that's like the most visible to me. Yeah, cool. So the... you, you you jab the rapier in. Um, now this is like I said, it's sharper than uh, the the last time you tried to use it. Wait, did you have you do you you used the rapier since you pulled out the the um, scabbard, didn't you, out of the sheath? You I did. Cool. So you notice this time it's not quite as sharp suddenly as that last attack that you made. Um, the, that sheath obviously did, but it wasn't enough to last more than that one. Uh, this attack still, though, at a roll of fifth, pushes into this into the shoulder of this zombie, and it kind of gets stuck on the wiggle it around and try and pull it out, and you just fully disconnect the arm from the shoulder and shake that the arm off the blade onto the ground next to it. Um, so that was eight damage. The zombie not looking very healthy right now. Uh, well, it's undead, so of course it's not. Uh, yes. I mean, then it's looking very healthy. Uh, for a zombie. Um, Sig, over to you. 
Sigul stride forward over his fallen foe and hold his hammer at the bottom of the handle and suck a baseball bat into the head of the last remaining zombie. Cool. Give us a roll to hit. <laughs> yeah. Sig rolls a 16 and a 24. Oh, that's really good. Is that like a double attack each time now? That's Is that the power of five? The power of five. Who me? Um, yeah, your first hit um, sort of aims a little low and you just crunch the, um, the, the sort of the upper part of that zombie into the wall. And before it gets a chance to drop fully to the ground, you return that um, hammer into its head and you just paint the, the wall. It just pops up the wall and just coats the wall in, its, uh, in whatever body matter is left. Um, and that is these three zombies dead. At oh, man. I give a big thumbs up to Silda. Are we, we going to try and do that again, or would just... Silda's, Silda's holding this this rope out with this zombie head? Sort of... Catch of the day. <laughs> I think I've got an. Are there are there more zombies down there, or is it just the green orb? Um, I'd say Bill, since he's got his his um, dark vision as well, takes a little peek around that corner. Uh, and he sees the same sort of thing that Mirican saw. He can see some shambling shapes near the edge of his his dark vision. He can see this big mechanical structure, this this what looks like a wagon wheel, but much larger in size that disappears into this ditch to the right. And then out of nowhere, just this little green glow just passes into view, sort of floating through the air a little bit. Mm. So there's can more I... zombies down there. Can I just observe for a moment and see, is there like a regular cadence that the orb circles around on? Yeah, you, you keep and you tell, you sort of like tell the group just to hold back a little bit as you concentrate. Can you give me a, um, an investigation roll? So you Lee. I rolled eight. It's an eight. Um, because it's past your dark vision and this thing is uh, it's lighting up a little bit. It's going in and out. You can't really see any discernible pattern. You can see it goes behind something to the, to the left, but you're not really getting any distinct pattern. I'm like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. It could be... Ah, damn it, where was I? <laughs> it could be moving closer it could be moving further away you can pick up that it's going left and right at certain intervals but there's no, no discernible thing that you're picking up I see um, there's still zombies back there so um, more zombies and they go further away than the other ones we might oh. are they <laughs> well but American, American might have Can to. Can I look and see? Yeah, you notice that there's from that group of zombies that you saw in there before. There's still a couple from that group, um, so it looks mm. like you didn't get all of them. Yeah, we didn't get them all. Mm. Then maybe they're not that hungry. I, <laughs> I hear to distract whatever is down there, <laughs> and then while I'm doing that, we could go in and kill the zombies. Because uh, it's the green thing that's freaky. Well, okay, I'm going to go over. Another just from the Ooh. cave. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go grab the 
rope with the head attached to it from <laughs> from Zelda. Yeah, be my guest. Thank you. And I'll just uh, hold the. It's a head, right? Is it just biting on the brain? No, no. It, it fell on the arrow. Um, so it's kind of just through uh, a part of its skull. It's like the arrowhead is somewhere inside its skull cavity. It's like a like a. Oh, okay. Well, like this. Um, I'm just gonna walk back with and unscrew the arrow from it, and place it on top of the um, the dead body here of this. And I'm gonna um, what kind of clothes are I'm wearing? I'm I'm gonna try and do up his buttons. And, okay. uh, straighten out. I'm just, you look a mess. Yeah, like his clothes are tattered. This is also, I should have yeah. pointed this out, they're a little shorter than normal. These are quite stout zombies compared to the ones you've seen before. Are they dwarves? These are what must have been at one point in their life um, some of the miners from this oh. thing, from this place. So, is it like a skeleton? No, no, there's there's still bits of meat that is holding uh, them together. They're not, they're not animated skeletons. They're but it zombies. Might... Right, okay. Yeah, it might qualify as a skeleton. Okay, I'm going to put the. Not. No, it doesn't. Okay. You could, by all means, try and tear off all their flesh if you want to stay in the next ten minutes. Not that busy. What's your plan? Um, well, <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to make him look a bit more presentable because it's a mess. So, um, if everyone just steps back a little bit, I'm going to straighten out his legs, put his arms out to the side, make him look starfishing. So he's on, the, I'm gonna, on the ground. Yes. Okay, you're not trying to stand him up or anything. No, okay. well, not, not yet. Oh, whoa. Okay. Weekend at Zombernies. <laughs> Animate. <laughs> dead. Oh, no. Oh, it's quite I was, a long... I was list. waiting for an animation. I was 100% waiting for an animation. <laughs> no, then. no, I don't have one. Damn it. It's in the this. Right. Uh, or, you know, choose this. But I think <laughs> it might come in handy. I mean, it already was a zombie. I can choose if he's a skeleton or a, a zombie, I okay. think. That's my understanding anyway. Yeah, pile of bones or a corpse. He's a corpse. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's up to you. If I, if he's been dead for 100 years, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be a qualify. A um, a corpse. Okay. Okay. So it might go from a zombie. Yeah. Mm. I th- yeah. I <laughs> think... I'm not too bothered. I think this would normally be um, just a random, like, body that you come across or someone that dies, mm. not a creature, but I'm 100% going to allow it. I'm not going to stop this oh. idea. Jeez. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so he should um, start to animate and um, come alive. I mean, he's... Do you have to roll li- anything or does it just he's happen? Life challenged. He's life-challenged. No, it's, um, it's a third-level spell, so, yeah. He, it just takes a minute, takes one minute to cast it, and then he will uh, come back to a form of life. You know, maybe a better life than he had before. Maybe. It's all uh, looking up for him. Okay. What should we call him? <laughs> and I think the Baron is asking this while he's sort of concentrating on yeah, this, on this definitely. spell. Um, he's your pet. You should choose its name. No, he's not a pet. Don't be, like, <laughs> condescending to him. He'll come back to life. <laughs> Maybe you should ask it if it's going to help. I'm not very good at talking. You can see the, the Baron like reaching into his little component pouch and pulling things out and sprinkling it on him while he's having this conversation with you. Mm. <laughs> he's not a pet. Yeah, he's not a pet. <laughs> and he's going to be with at least 24 hours unless he's killed again. 
Okay, that's fantastic. I'll smell as bad as Loris. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that should work. Uh, okay. I'll just stand back and see what happens. Yeah, you take a step back and this um this zombie is already not in a very good state. Um yeah. and then not only was he already an undead zombie for however many decades, um he's been attacked and and mm. like cut up and his head's come off and um, he's got mm. a lot of damage. Um but despite all of that, you can see the chest like raise up a little bit and almost like magic he just sort of floats up into a standing position Ooh. and his head sort of lolls forward and he catches it, stabilizes off and just sort of like places it back on top of his shoulders. Um, he does not have the same structure and fortitude as a normal zombie since all the hell oh. he's been through. But yeah. you do have yourself an animated zombie. Okay. Maybe I'll call him Barry. <laughs> Barry. Barry. <laughs> Barry. Barry. Okay. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's like it. How tall is yeah. how tall is the Baron? Five <clears throat> ten or something. Five, sorry, so he's a little bit shorter than you are, and he's just sort of like looking up at right? you. Yeah, he's he's a dwarf. He's he's looking up at you a little bit, uh, and there's just there's nothing in his eyes. Uh, in fact, he's only got like one mm. eye anyway. Mm. <laughs> um, and you can yeah. and you're not sure, but you you think there's a smile on his face. Oh. <laughs> well, he's come back, and you know what? It's going to be not as shitty as last time, I'm sure. What are you Barry. going to do with him? Hey, Barry, could you please go down the hallway and walk past your zombie mates and then go over to the other side of the green thing? Just keep going beyond the green thing and then dance. For <laughs> a sexy dance, please. Barry. <laughs> I can command them mentally, actually, but yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to bring... <laughs> Did you say do a sexy dance? Yes. <laughs> awesome. I mean, it might as well be sexy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give... Barry's got the moves. Yeah. Um, so Barry stands... He's, he's standing up. Uh, he looks at you with that one eye, um, and he turns his head around and his body follows. And he just makes yeah. his way back off into the darkness. Bye, Barry. See you soon. <laughs> you've done it. You've seen... <laughs> so, Barry, you've just seen um, this. You've just seen Barry disappear off into the darkness. Yes. Bye, Barry. Um, the rest of you aren't really quite sure, like what the Baron's plan was with that. You've heard, like, go go into the dark, go to where you started and then go past that and do a sexy dance. Just past the green thing. You can pass the green because thing. Because I want the green thing to look at him doing a sexy dance. <laughs> I want him to be looking the other way while we walk in and smash things or hopefully just hit the green thing. Interesting. So, Morgan, how far away are the zombies? Like, do you know, can you see, like, how far they are away? I can. Yeah, like, you well, guys. No, you can American, that's what I asked. Yes, if I use my night lookers mm. and creep up. They were sort of near the edge of Merican's um, vision previously. So that would be about 60 feet. Close. Is it? I think uh, from where you were originally, let's just have a quick, I'm just going to wrap this up 60 feet. That's 60 feet there. Yeah, so they were getting close to the edge of your your vision there. 
okay. close enough to hit the green thing in one go and then just deal with the zombies after that's dead. If not, I mean, what happens it's, happens. It's, <laughs> how can how convinced are we that the green thing is an enemy? Yeah, we, yeah. we don't know. Let's time it for the next a booming sound in this wave echo cave, and then oh. let's rush in. I'm with that. Okay, that's beautiful. You only have to wait a good 20 seconds before you hear that sound Charge! coming in. You dash, right? Huh? Dash. Are you guys dashing? You guys just running I can, dash, I can dash 80 feet. So I, what? before like I, I make you guys rush too far in or anything like that, Mira, can you know sort of where the, to the edge of your vision that zombie, the, the remaining zombie was, or zombies, a couple of shapes over there? Did you want to run right up to them? Did you want to like charge the group right in? Um, did you guys want to stop when you see something specific? What are you guys wanting to do or see other than charge? Indeed. <clears throat> I'll, I'll stop once I get within range of shooting the green thing, which is 120 feet. I just okay. need to see the <clears throat> Right. I think our, our um, big burly boys should go up the front with their torches. They'll know when to stop. <laughs> Big looks over to Loris. Let's run in and mess him up. Agreed. Does everyone agree? <laughs> okay, yeah, so, I've gone. We're, we're gone. <laughs> We've just looked. Um, what what order? So I hate to, I hate to slow this down, but uh, who's at the front? Who is is there? Someone with a torch up the front? Is there someone with uh, the dark vision up the front? What's the plan? Second eye side by side. Both both wielding with, torches. Yep. Yeah, great. Okay, cool. You guys all just with the sound of this cave echoing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys just charge into this room, and as you get past the edge of this um, corridor, the room you notice the room just open up, um, and you take in a little bit more of the room. You can see that this big mechanical thing that was in front that that American could see looks to be some giant mechanical bellows. That is connected to a giant furnace of sorts. Um, there's a big water wheel that seems to be connected to those bellows. Uh, but the the um, the what it's where the water, the channel that would normally cut through the room where water would push through, is completely empty uh, and looks to be only five foot down from where you're, from the level you're currently standing. Um, there's a bunch of corpses just scattered throughout this room, just dozens. Of them, They're, They look to be slain dwarves and orcs, and they still seem to be wearing remnants uh, of whatever's left of their armor. Um, it's then that you notice, next to the bellows, on the other side of the bellows, is this floating skull with just green flames flickering up around it. Um, and in front of this machinery is just two remaining zombies. And you can make out maybe uh, some a few other zombies behind those bellows, but the bellows seem to be um, blocking a bit of your view. So I'm just going to reveal a whole big chunk of this room. That was a lot to take in. Question, where's the sexy dancing zombie? <laughs> I need yeah. to know, what's his name? Barry? Barry. 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 So I'm just going to move you guys in. You guys get to, yeah, where Sig is... Um, basically placed himself. You get almost full of all the way to the furnace before you you stop moving. There's still no sign of Barry at this point, um, but you you do you do see the glowing green skull, so you can imagine he's probably just on the other side. Um, American, you do see 
past the furnace and you can see shapes of maybe another half dozen zombies. Um, and one of them... <laughs> oh, oh, hello. One of, them, one of them is just like... Let's get a berry. Just up against... Oh, up against one of the other zombies. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing it to another zombie. He's doing it to another oh, zombie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other zombie's reaction? Uh, the, the, you can, oh, you might be able to see it. He's just standing there. The other zombie. Barry will start daggering. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. There's not going to be any of that in my DMD. <laughs> That's not the kind of thing I do with daggers. Um, anyway, so yeah, sorry. There's the what the there's a green skull over there. Yeah, that's the skull Jesus that I specifically Christ. described. Yeah, I know. Is but he distracted by the sexiness? No, unfortunately, <gasps> he's not. What kind of a cold-blooded skull is this? Um, <laughs> a smart one. This this skull is is heading just on. Oh, it seems to be on a little bit of a a path. Um, and it, it's sort of at the moment, as you're entering in, it seemed to have been moving down southwards from the north, sort of down towards that mechanical big uh, furnace and bellows. Um, and you can just hear it. Uh, oh, no one shall pass me. No one. Nobody shall pass me. <laughs> I am in skull and no one will pass. <laughs> Okay. That was amazing success. <laughs> and then he brings his hammer down upon the zombie in front of him. Okay, cool. Let's let's do it. We're going back into combat. So roll for initiative. <gasps> I'm so shocked about how many zombies you've said there. Oh. This was just the tip of the iceberg. It was. I, uh, I rolled 14. I rolled a 16. Sick as wrong pie. <laughs> Brilliant. I need everyone to move the themselves into the room as well, since you were, were you all were clumping, so not daggering. <laughs> I've rolled no one, six. No one was daggering. Um, I need to make sure that our new skull friend also rolls. Nah, he doesn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, friend to the DM is not necessarily ours. That's a very good point. Mm. Um, man, okay. Is there anything else I need to make you guys aware of in here? I don't think so. Bless uh, you. Um, <laughs> perhaps six needs a to be uh, a 3.14 as opposed to a, a 22.14. Just saying. Indeed. What? What? What, what did, I, what did his, I miss? His, his turn order was three point one four, not twenty two point one four. Oh right. Oh right. Okay. Um, I think it's there's a bit of a, a no. There's not a double up. He didn't click his oh. token. Oh, did you not click your token? That was his previous <laughs> roll. Yeah. Um, oh, but there's two bunches of skeleton um, zombies. There's one of them, Barry. <laughs> no, I need to get rid of uh, the lowest oh. one. Lowest one was from last time. One of them lowest. could be Barry. I mean, it could be. It's actually. It's I'm, I'm going to let um, Barry move on your turn as well, Baron. So you get to okay. control Barry on your turn. Um, right. I think that's all set up. I think, I think we it said it's go. a bonus action or something, so that makes sense. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. I just made that up actually. 
That was a good one, though. <laughs> I feel like I just made that up. We don't know. Um, yeah, it's a bonus action. I didn't make it mm-hmm. up. I have a question um, when you're ready. Man, I really did not prepare for this battle at all. So this is going to be really fun. Um, well, you said you prepared every room in this battle. The rooms? The, the rooms I prepared. Um, this is a room? <laughs> what? I didn't prepare, like, for this. But that's all right. Um, it is, we're starting at the top of the turn order with the zombies. So you guys have come running in, yelling as Loris did, charge! Uh, and the closer you got with the light of the, the torch, these zombies saw you coming. Um, and... See me rolling. <laughs> uh, the first one reaches out to attack... Uh, who's at the top there? Sig. Um, and rolls a terrible roll, just sort of like slaps, slaps down the front of the, the plate armor on Sig's chest, Ooh. doing doing nothing, just nothing at all. Um, the zombie to the south um, shambles forward um, up against Loris's side and also reaches out for, to attack, also rolling badly. Just these these guys are almost laughably weak at the moment. They just And they're all dwarf size. They're all pretty small. They're just kind of like <laughs> slapping away at you. Um, but they've got like ferocity in their eyes. Um, you all can hear some shambling happening um, from the other side. You can, another one pops into the light of the uh, torch. Um, and then another. There doesn't seem to be a way for them to get across. The one that's um, being grinded on by Barry kind of pushes, <laughs> breaks out of Barry's grip. And tries to move up against the bellows and is sort of like stopped there. Uh, And there's more um, almost piling up behind him as well. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. I think, is that one as well? Oh, that's another one. Shoot, there's another one there. Uh, (laughs) We'll move that one forward as well. It doesn't have to be. I mean, I can make make more. (laughs) I'll just you guys you guys can't see what's in the dark. I'll just keep spawning them. It's fine. Um and that's the zombies uh turns. Loris, your turn. Alright, so um <clears throat> I think I'm gonna do I'm gonna use my reckless attack, I'm gonna go use my inspiration point, and I'm gonna go all nutsy on this guy here. Okay. Nutsy. Go nutsy on him. Nu- nutsy as in Oh go nutsy quiet, right? on him. No nutsy. Oh, okay. It wasn't no, nutsy. It was a you. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Far out. Um, so I get so I get two attacks. Uh, am I allowed to? Do you want me to use the um, inspiration point on the first attack or the second? Would you, you, I guess first is you choose. Right, yeah. You choose. I'll add, it to, I'll add it to the first. Okay. Just because I think I have to call it before I use it. Yes, you do. Yeah. So I'll is add Laura, it to the first. Is Laura still raging? No, because I lose the rage after like one round of not being attacked or, or receiving damage. So you added it to the first one. Oh, I did too, didn't I? <laughs> I called it as I have to. Um, yeah. Is that going to be a 1d6? Uh, it's, un- it's unnecessary, but I'll add it anyway. Wait, what, wait, what do you... What do I add, to, what do I add it to? Is it to the attack or to the damage? With advantage. advantage. Uh, when you use your inspiration, it just means you oh, roll with advantage. Right. Yeah, damn it. That's advantage. It. So you can roll... Oh, I, guess that's you I can, can roll again. You can roll another dice if you want to try and get higher than 25. Well, no, just consider the second one my <laughs> advantage roll. That's that's my first attack there. This is my second attack. 
I want to put that out to the group. What does the group think? Was it an automatic <laughs> thing? No, you automatically <laughs> roll two? Or? No, no. I, he, I, pressed, he, I, pressed, no. I pressed three times. He pressed oh, it twice no, because he thought he was rolling first and second attack. I just rolled two attacks, that's all. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, go I'm with not the deal. It's um, DM's world. Well, that first attack, that, that first attack just cuts through uh, that zombie in front of <clears> him. <throat> um, and you kind of get it stuck on one of its ribs and pull it back out, uh, doing six damage to that uh, zombie in front of you. That second attack, I'm going to need a D100. As that is a crit fail. Sixty-four. Is, Sixty-four. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, you rolled a twelve damage there. I'd say you you go to take that second swing and you reach your your, your great axe over your shoulder behind you and just slam it down into Sig's shoulder behind you. Oh, Sig, sorry. Um, oh. Before swiping forward and missing the zombie completely, Sig, you just take two uh, damage from that. <coughs> It would take two, but at the last moment, he twisted his armor plate just at the right angle to reduce the incoming damage by three. Perfect. So it's not so yeah. bad. Oh, oh sorry. Did I say three careful. damage? I meant 30 damage. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Being too nice okay. and then this happens. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll remember next time. <clears throat> uh, it is Sildar's turn. Um, and the good old boy that he is is uh, as you yelled, charge. He he unsheathed his longsword um, and came running up to the to the zombie next to Sig, and just uh, swipes out with two attacks. Um, successfully hitting with both attacks, um, slashing left and right against the chest of this uh, the zombie in front of him. Cool, and uh, that is Sildar's turn. It is Bill's turn. Um, can I see Barry? Uh, from your distance. Let's have a quick look here. Yeah, you can see Barry still just like, um, you saw the other zombie break free of his grip and he's still just kind of like, mm, following behind, trying to constantly grind up against this zombie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to sing to Barry. Oh. <laughs> Barry wants to dance with somebody. Sexy dance with somebody. Yeah, he wants to dance with somebody. With somebody who loves him. I'm going to grunt him by the conspiration. <laughs> That's amazing. <Yes>. Lucky Barry. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> he's going to dance um, sexier than he's ever danced before. He's just looking for love. It's like... <laughs> So relatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so with me. <laughs> um, and then I'm just going to say to the one that uh, Laura's chopped into, uh, job undead gorgeous. Uh, and that's <laughs> at him. Which one is this one? Sorry, the one next to Loris? The one, Yeah, the one that Laura's chopped. As vicious, vicious mockery. Yeah, so he needs to save on a DC 14. Every time, man. It's a 19. Fuck! <laughs> You've got the worst luck with Vicious Mockery. Um, and it was only one damage anyway, so it's all right. It's not the damage. It's the disadvantage. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, my turn. Okay, true. Good point. Um, it is the Skull's turn. 
and it absolutely has noticed what's going on. It heard the. It, <laughs> no, no, it's just a zombie to to this thing. Um, it's it's almost like it doesn't even notice any of the zombies in the room. It just heard the call. Uh, it saw the charge, and the first thing he saw as he came, as you all entered the room, was Sig with his um, hammer high in the air. Um, and he casts. How many? What do we got here? Friends. Friends. <laughs> Friendship. All right, so. You see, it's a, it's a normal-sized skull. It's not like a giant skull or anything like that. It is only the size of what looks like a human skull. Uh, and it's just got these green flames coming up from around it. Um, it says, I said nobody should pass. No one on ever. Um, and the flames grow and just shoot out towards Sig, doing 12 damage. Oh. That's... Sucks. <laughs> um, is there any um, elemental damage to that damage, or is it fire or something? He just used magic missile, uh, ah, which is Sigbane, which is force force damage. So twelve force damage. You just feel this flame lick up around you. It seems to find its way through all of the little nooks and crannies of your armor. Um, uh, and he just commands. You must leave. You cannot come through. Uh, and that is the skull's turn. Uh, American. <clears throat> My first question is, is the sexy dancing zombie near the skull? I can't see. I can't tell which one's the sexy one. Yeah, it's getting closer to, to this skull. You can see like a hint. <laughs> uh, the light of the torch is lighting up a little bit of the um, the zombie closest to that skull. Um, but there's one right next to that that's just like still just like <laughs> just rubbing up on it. <laughs> but but I, I what my question is where is he in relation to the skull? Sorry, I might have misheard. A little he, west of the skull. Is he close? Yes, he's he's within ten feet. Damn it. I don't want to hurt Barry, is basically oh. what I'm saying. Yeah. Wait, Barry? Is that his name? Yeah, that's Barry. Bazza. Barry. Uh, I don't want to hurt Bazza. Barry. Let me just check my spells. Okay, I think I'm safe. I'm going to do something. I'm just going to yell out, I'm going to do something very badass. And oh. I start chanting, Come to me, spirits of nature. Come to me, spirits of lightning. And I start raising my staff up into the air and you see, well, you would see her eyes start electrifying and flickering uh, and sparking with electricity as she calls lightning down, forming a massive storm cloud uh, in, in the ceiling of the room. And I smash it, uh, call a lightning bolt down upon the head of my friend, the skull. Dang. So the um, the, I just need I do need to ask because what's the rules with uh, how high a room needs to be for this to well take the place? storm cloud is ten feet tall. So as long as the roof is is at least ten feet tall. Um, let's have a quick look. Well, that means you got what you're going to fill the entire room with a cloud. <laughs> yes, we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, never mind all that flavor. 
I do nothing. No, 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 no. It's there's there is there is now a cloud sitting, uh, basically halfway filling this entire cavern. You can see the the furnace um, is is disappearing up into it now, uh, as well. I put the uh, description of the spell in the chat. Okay, we'll take that first. So everyone row. within a ten, uh, five foot radius of the skull has to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, and that skull has to make a saving throw as well. Is that right? Yes, of okay. fourteen. Uh, and everything within five, five feet. Um, dexterity. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, a bolt, the bolt of lightning just bursts down and the skull just like just moves beautifully out of the way as it as it crashes down into the ground beneath it. Um, the zombie near his feet was not so good. Uh, and neither actually both of the zombies um, next to that flames, uh, that skull was totally got hit by that. Right. And he's even though he um the skull saved on the dex throw, he still takes half the damage. Okay. It looks like it looks And like I've accidentally rolled the damage like three, three times. times, so we'll take So we'll take, we'll take that first damage of twenty five. So um so you get twelve damage then, I guess. Uh we'll half it and roll okay. it down. Uh, but the two zombies, so they get that full brunt of it, is that right? Yes. Um I'm just gonna move it so I can actually uh select these guys. Uh, 25 and 25, man, both of those zombies instantly just erupt into flames, um, and fall and crumple to ash on the ground. Meanwhile, Barry just like, (sighs) as his, as his sexy dance partner has disappeared and just starts kind of gyrating on the spot just a little bit. (laughs) Barry. (laughs) It's like a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) But that was awesome. Yeah, you destroyed two of those zombies pretty promptly. Uh, Baron, over to you. Okay, I'm going to walk along this northern wall 10 feet. And I'm going to shoot something pretty basic here. I'm going to try and shoot the skull uh, with chill touch. Oh, chill touch. Uh, 22. Uh, oh, I just noticed something. Sorry. Um, oh, oh, he's, he cannot be hit by chill. No, 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 no. This is to do with the to the the lightning damage. Um, so oh. yeah, it did take some damage, Mirakin, but not at all what you thought it would have taken from the kind of hit that you dealt you dealt him. Um, and so sorry, you were doing chill oh, chill touch. You do half damage. Uh, and with a roll of twenty two, that is a hit. Um, and so what's that? Thirteen damage. Uh, so you send out that little ghostly apparition towards it. And mm-hmm. It kind of just holds onto the skull like a bowling ball. Just <laughs> holds onto its face. Um, All right. Yeah, it's it can still see fine. It's just a ghostly hand. Um, and it does mm. uh, doesn't do the thirteen damage that you thought. Again, it didn't oh, seem really? to really do the same kind of damage that you would have expected from that thing. It didn't seem mm. to affect it in that same so way. So I can sort of tell that it didn't quite sink in. It didn't just, it just didn't seem to really react to it, but okay. it's still holding on to its skull. Yep. Um, um, so is the, this thing must count as undead, right? Uh, you can give me an arcana check on your next turn if well, you want. No, it just, if I hit an undead target with it, it has a disadvantage on attack rolls against 
me until the next my next turn. Okay, yeah, cool. So it has disadvantage on uh, on attacks on you. Cool. Uh, and as for Barry, <laughs> I can't really see where Barry. he is. Barry. Uh, Barry. Um, I want him to use his advantage. How close do you have to be? 60 feet. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, and I want him to sexually take off his shirt oh. and swing it around <laughs> and throw it in a provocative way mm. so it drapes over the top of the skull. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to do a dexterity roll for Barry to make sure that he can mm. launch it. Um, he doesn't have advantage. He has a plus eight, uh, sorry, a D8 to a D8. add to what he really so I'll roll first, and then you can tell me if you want to... Actually, I'll let you roll. Just roll a D, D20, um, but it's a minus two dexterity. Barry, Barry. Come on, Bazza. Do it. Come, Come on. on. Oh, am I rolling it? <laughs> I was <laughs> going to roll it, and then I'll roll the D8. That was good. Okay, okay. okay, I'll do the D20. You do the D8 yeah, if you want it. <laughs> Fine. Uh, he's rolled a seven total. Oh. Yeah, what... Should I do the D8? What do you think is what will that add up to? Tops. I don't reckon it's going to work. It's too I don't feeble. Think it'll be no, no. It's you quite don't, a complicated you don't want to give it a go. No, I said I would do it. So let's do, do it. it. <clears throat> go, Barry. Oh, a five. So that gives him a total of 12, which is enough for him to start <gasps> unbuttoning this shirt. And there's only like, yes. there's only one button right at the top. But he still like motions the whole oh, button yeah. like all the way down, yeah. And he kind of like yeah, again, yeah. it only is like over one shoulder, and it's connect, like it's over the top of one, but it isn't like got a sleeve on this side. Mm-hmm. And he, but he still acts like taking off the whole thing, and it's very sensual and very very mm. seductive. And he starts swinging this thing above his head, and just bits of his flesh are kind of falling off while he's doing it with every oh, whip yes. of the shirt. And he just throws it up over, and it lands over the top of the, the skull. Oh. And the shirt just goes up in flame. Oh. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, Barry. You're shirtless. Barry. Barry. That was a great fighting trick. Barry. Yeah. Oh, Barry. Okay. Oh. Is, this, is his shirt flannel by chance? Uh, you'll never know now. Now, the Baron probably got a pretty good up-close view. It was just some, yeah. some, some distra- dist- distraught cotton. Distraught, yeah. yeah. Distraught. It was Derely. Derely. very distraught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was going to be yeah. like a vatos locos with only his top button. <laughs> no, it only had one button. Um, all right, so we're we're over to Sig. After Sig has taken an axe to the shoulder and a magic missile to the back, he decides to stand next to Loris in the front of his peripheral vision to elect being hit again. And he'll smash down into the zombie, one hit into his the side of his kneecap, and then the second attack up underneath the chin. Okay, yeah, give us give us attacks. Mm. Mm. The first is a twenty-four oh. for ten bludgeoning. And the second is a critical hit for 27 for 11 bludgeoning. Kaboom! Boom! You just absolutely destroy this zombie. Um, There is no chance of that thing. In the past, you have seen some zombies reanimate at the last moment. This is not one of those zombies. You have just destroyed every part of this zombie. As a uh, final bonus action, Sigwill 
Spend three seconds inhaling. (laughs) (laughs) And that will count as his um, second wind ability, which allows me to regain some sweet HP. Oh, nice. Which I shall figure out what to click in a mere moment. So 1d10 past my fight level of 5. And I've rolled a 5, which is a total of 10 HP gain. Okay, nice. Um, cool, cool. Add that on. Uh, we're back to the zombies now. Um, and the zombie, having had Sig just disappear from uh, his range, just turns his sights on Sildar. Uh, and Sildar's just like, Oh, all right then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> having been left, <laughs> being left Sig just disappeared Come from on, sight. Sildar, we know you're capable. Um, More than capable. And... Yeah, the, the zombie manages to just bite down onto Sildar's shoulder, uh, doing some damage to Sildar. Uh, and Sildar b- just yells out in pain, Ah, Sig! No! <laughs> <laughs> Sig didn't do it. <laughs> um, and then we've got... Uh, what That's his most well-armoured part as well, his shoulder. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I still managed to get through. Um we have some more zombies that come up behind Sig. In fact, there seems to be a lot of shambling coming in from that side. Uh, and the one closest to... I don't even know why I'm rolling. Why am I rolling? It doesn't hurt Sig, I'm sure. Let's have a look. <laughs> My AC is currently 18 because I'm two-handing. All right. Well, he, oh. he rolled a crit. So, um, so that's <laughs> 10, 10 damage as this thing sneaks up behind you. And, and well, I'm not going to describe it until you tell me how he doesn't actually hurt. Well, at the last moment, <laughs> <laughs> using his metal master ability to reduce the damage by a superiority die plus my dexterity modifier. Sig <laughs> <laughs> rolls a sweet d8 for a total of three plus two for dexterity is a minus five. Okay, great. So it does five damage. Uh, and then hits my armor. <laughs> At the last moment and reduces the attack by three. Are you serious? Sig has dumped um, sweet retribution into the chat to prove to the DM he's legit. Oh, wait. uh, Are you bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing that you take from non-magical weapons? Uh, Yeah, I guess that's not a magical weapon. Sig gratefully takes two damage. Yeah, (laughs) You just kind of feel it behind you, whatever. You don't really notice. Yeah, there's a wafting of a zombie behind you. It smells more than it hurts. Um, okay, Loris, is your turn. Okay. Uh, after all this hilarity, it's, ama- it's just amazing. Um, kind of seeing Sig take, you know, not taking any damage and, and being able to handle these and hearing um, Stilda crying behind me, um, I feel obliged to, to lend a hand to the old man. So I'm going to spin around, and um, <clears throat> in the months that I'm going to grab hold of my necklace and yell out, For Togulval! And rage back on and attack said zombie in front of, um, in front of Sig. Uh, not Sig, sorry, Stilda. That's her name. Cool. So leap, leap to the old man's defense. Perfect. Because, you know, that's what he'd do, to, do for me, I'm sure. Oh, of course. Um, so, yes, 
two great big swipes with my axe. Um, Dildar, I'd better be prepared to duck because for some reason I seem not to be terribly accurate with this today. <laughs> um, two massive big swings. First one coming overhand doing, uh, at 24, doing 19 damage. The next one going to the side at 19, doing 17 damage. And if that zombie's still standing, I'm surprised. This thing was still connected to Sildar uh, as you just come running through with your axe. And your first swipe uh, comes sort of, it's an upper-handed swipe, and it lifts the zombie up off the ground, releasing its bite from Sildar. And then while it's still in the air, you just bring it back around to do a drop <laughs> down on it. And you slam this thing down onto the ground, splitting it perfectly in half. That zombie is dead. Nice. Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, is that all for your turn? Um, yeah. Okay. I'm just cool. going to kind of give, give Dildar a satisfying look to sort of say, you know, I looked after you, just remember that. Yeah, um, so it is Sildar's turn, uh, and he says, Loris, thank you. Uh, words can't, and he's sort of interrupted by that flaming skull, uh, just shouting out, You must leave now, you've got to leave! That was a little billyish. I'm sorry. Look, guys, I'm sorry. That was far too billyish. It's normally much, his voice is much deeper next time, I swear. Um, and Sildar catches eyes of this um, skull and stows his sword, pulls out his, his longbow, uh, sorry, his, his crossbow, and shoots a bolt towards the skull. I'm missing completely. The, again, this thing has got eyes on you and just dodges a little bit out of the way uh, at just at the last moment. And Sildar sort of, shit, under his breath. Um, <laughs> Bill, over to you. Um, what do we think, team? We pressing on? <laughs> yes. As opposed to running away? Yeah. Press on. Press on. Press the advantage. Get him. Um, so Bill draws, draws his loot from his back and just plays a single chord. Um but you can't hear the chord. You can only feel the chord. Um, and it emanates out, forming this barrier um, around the flaming skull. Uh, and the entire area is encased in a tone of silence. It gets smart. <laughs> the 20 feet radius... Uh, centered like where it's centered uh, there, so I'll just draw a um, draw a little doohickey. Mm-hmm. And what does this cone of silence achieve? Um, I'll put it in the in the thing. Mm. At the very least, <laughs> <laughs> let's hope it does a little more than that too. Yeah, it basically just shuts them up. Um, for the duration, no sound can be created within or passed through the sphere. Mm. Um, any object or creature entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, and creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. Uh, casting a spell that includes a verbal, uh, verbal component is impossible. So it's like oh. a way of stopping spells. Mm. Stopping the spell I just cast. Cool. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> shit, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Do you, don't worry. Is, I, you, I, is, I can, you, is it like an ongoing thing? The cloud yeah, is always a concentration there. Spell. I'm, I'm going to like keep smashing them boys with the thunder but as long do, as I can. You do lightning damage, right? It's Not lightning. thunder damage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, different. 
Yeah, Very thunder sound. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize it was a. Um, it was an ongoing effect. I thought it was a one shot. Does it keep nah, going? It rules. What is I'm it? high on power right now. Whoa. Of course, lightning damage and thunder damage are different. This is D and D. It would never be that simple. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> And, and you're there. outside the cone, aren't you? So you can still yeah, verbally... yeah. It's not it's not going to stop me calling lightning. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, it's not going to stop me hurting people. So mm. all good. Mm. Uh, is that your turn then, John? Bill? Yeah. Cool. It uh, is let the. Me just draw it. Sorry. Uh, we're just going to make sure that that circle is complete. So they can't hear anything. You guys can't hear anything. Uh, within that circle. Yeah, no, no sound can pass in or out. Mm. That's a big circle. Yeah. That, that's not even the right size. It's actually supposed <laughs> to be bigger than that. It's, supposed to, it's a 20-foot radius, yeah? Yeah. Mm, that is big. Oh, actually, could somebody hold that there? Yeah, that's it's there. A, a 40-foot diameter. That's, that's huge. The power yeah. of geometry. I, I, assume it's, I assume it was in, emanating from him. Wow. I see, okay. Yeah, I sent it at like here. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, it is the skull's turn, um, and it has all silence. It is silenced around it, and it knows something is wrong. This is not. This is a smart creature, um, and it just darts across the room. Um, just darts well across the room, and its eyes really just flare up now, um, and you can hear. No one shall get through. Um, he's right across. He's right near me, which is not. They always end up by you. Let's have a quick look here. Mm. He casts <gasps> a, an enormous um, fireball just what? through that room. Um, so let me describe this a bit, bit better. Basically, this giant bright streak. Um, flashes from him down into the middle of this area of this room, like 10 foot between both Bill and Loris. Uh, and it just gr- blossoms into a roar of explosion and flame. So I'm going to need to get uh, a dexterity saving throw from Sildar, Loris, Sig, Bill, Mirakin. And the Baron. Question. Yeah. Can I use my my danger sense um, innate ability here where I have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that I can see while I'm not blinded, deafened, or... Oh, wait a minute. I'm probably deafened. Uh, you are in the cone of silence. Damn, that mean, cone of silence right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's coming. <laughs> All right, I'll just roll my dex save normally then. I've rolled a poultry five. Um... Dexterity rolled save. Sig has rolled seven. Oh, that was almost a 20. I rolled a two. You guys are rolling very low. <laughs> um, I also have a thing. I think that I have to also roll, roll something to see if I can still concentrate or not, right? Uh, yes. We'll deal with that once we've dealt with what's about to happen. Yeah, if I'm still alive, let's see how we <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, we don't die. Darren... That's 14. 14. And Sig? Oh, we've got one from you. Is that everyone? I think that's everyone. Just one question. Um, since Baron did the thing with the skull earlier, does he get disadvantage against hitting Baron with the thing? 
he's not attacking the Baron. He's attacking the ground and causing a massive explosion. Um, everybody, everybody <coughs> except the Baron, uh, you take 25 points oh, of damage. Fuck. Whoa. Okay. Um, Baron, Baron, you take 12 points. That's nasty. Well, we're all dead. Oh. Yeah, concentrate fire on this thing. <laughs> He's concentrated fire on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is this like hot flame? This is just burning. Flame? This is yeah, this is it's a it's a hot flame but it is still tinted with the green. It would be a like if any if any normal fire um creature was casting this it would probably be an orangey red glow but this is all green. Um Cool and Silda. Oh, literally what I was trying to avoid him doing to us. <laughs> well, no. Oh, oh did you know? Not a fireball, oh, okay. not a fireball but a spell. Um, well, he cast a spell. He cast spells against us. I was like, yeah. oh, hopefully he won't cast a spell now. Yeah. Once, once that flame dissipates and you've all been burnt by this this flame, you look over to see Silda on the ground. Oh no! Unconscious. No. It is Mirakin's turn. Uh, my question. How high up is this skull floating? It's, it's kind of just licking the bottom the, of, of the cloud in this room. So one, if you were standing next to it, you would be able to hit it or would it be out of reach? It would be within reach if you were standing next to it, but it would be it's maybe nine foot up. So if you had a decent... Uh-huh thing to hit it with you've basically the cloud, quest- the cloud has brought it down a little bit it was um floating a little higher than that before speaking of the cloud mm. <clears throat> how do i know what do i have to roll to see if i can even keep my concentration it's a constitution saving throw isn't it um is that just whenever you get hit you do a constitution saving throw let's have a quick look because someone oh. rules lawyer me i don't know how to concentration spell oh <laughs> Concentration spells, uh, taking damage. The DC you have to roll has to equal equal 10 or half the damage you took. So you've got to, uh, whichever is higher. So you've got to roll higher than 12. Okay, never mind. I've rolled a a 10. So as this burst has pushed you, put gone through you, just licked over you all these flames, um, you have lost concentration and the clouds slowly just disappears, fade away um, out of the room. Oh, man. I I'm shocked. Um, American's just just absolutely shocked at the devastation she sees unfolding before her. Um, she knows she needs to take out this this menace as soon as humanly possible. Um, so in desperation, she's going to draw the veil across herself and Misty step across the room, appearing beneath him. Oh, nice. Um, we haven't talked about your season for a while. What season are you in? Autumn. With, okay, and what does that, what does that mean Which for you, Misty? Which is going to be interesting, because when I Misty step in autumn, he has to roll to save against my beautiful friendship. Okay, what does he have to what does he have to roll? <laughs> what? So he has to save... Eight plus by proficiency plus my charisma, oh, so that must be 
eight plus three plus minus one, I think. <laughs> so eight plus two. He has to save against a two. I mean a ten. A ten. Sorry. I'm really losing my mind right now. He didn't pass. Oh, no. <laughs> he didn't. Oh, my goodness. He didn't pass. And he got to roll with advantage. Whoa. And he didn't. She, and he didn't pass. She reemerges from the silvery mist, a sprinkling of autumn leaves and shrouds him, and she's just like, charmed, I'm sure. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like we got off on the wrong foot. <laughs> <laughs> so you're charming him for a minute. Awesome. Dang. I need yeah, to I, I need guess to, so. I need to school myself on what that kind of means for him. Uh conditions. Charm. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's learn together. That's just my bonus action. So I can't attack the charmer or target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. The charmer has advantage on any ability check to interact socially with the creature. God. So you haven't taken your forte. you haven't taken your action yet. So by all means, I'm just just quite shocked about what I've just done. And I think he's charmed. It doesn't say, it didn't say anything about like losing that charm if he's like he's damaged by you or anything. It just said he's charmed for a minute. So I get advantage on charisma based checks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm going to say, listen, listen, I think you're having a bit of a triggered moment. We weren't planning to pass or whatever you're saying. We, we're, we're, we're not meaning you any harm. Can we, can we smooth this over? I'm, I'm sorry. We got off, as I said, we got off on the wrong foot. Okay, what we can do, we can either go to the next in the turn order and go through until we get back to the skull, or we can just pretend everyone's just waiting and, <laughs> and just go to the skull's reaction. Uh, everyone would have seen such a thing, I'm sure. Yeah, you've all sort of. Or, actually, no, we'll go. We'll go. We'll come back to the skull. We'll go through the turn order because we do have okay. Silda um, lying with um, unconscious at the on the ground. Uh, so, give me actually before we move on. Do you want to give me a charisma roll, um, a persuasion roll, maybe with advantage? Yes, I can. Oops, sorry, that's perception. <laughs> If only I had a plus six on persuasion. No, <laughs> oh, it's a no I have nine. a minus one. It's a nine. I rolled a nine. nine. Okay. Oh, uh, Reagan remembers that. Um, should have used my. Um, should have used my mod. My blah 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 inspiration. Well, inspiration. Uh, did you have Bardic? You've just got normal inspiration. Oh, don't you? oh, wait. But I had advantage anyway, yeah, so it actually wouldn't have helped me. No problem, Baron. You've. Um, You've taken fight. You managed to dodge or shield yourself from the majority of that blast, but you've still been quite damaged. Um, you look down mm. and suddenly you 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 remove. Uh, you sort of look up from behind whatever you're shielding yourself, maybe your cloak or whatever, and you see now Murican standing next to this fla- uh, the skull, or sort of almost below it a little bit, um, trying to talk with it. Uh, Sildar mm. in front of you is lying motionless on the ground. Okay, and so, yeah, and it doesn't look like it's aggressive. Is its flames diminished or something? Yeah. Mm, we don't know. It's still it's still looking as aggressive and as flamey <clears throat> as it ever has because uh, we, we're still waiting. This is all happening in real time here, so we're waiting to see how it's going to react to Merican's um, words when it gets round to it. Oh, okay. I am, in that case, I'm going to run over and try. I saw the attempt, right? I know that that's going to happen. 
uh, a friendliness thing, or yeah, you, you've you heard, know? you've you've seen her appear and and yeah. speak to it and speak friendly. Um, okay. Also, I just I just want to say those those remaining zombies uh, all just mm-hmm. got torched. Oh, they they got done in by the um Nuke. that spell as well. Um, I'm going to try to stabilize Silda. How do I do that? Uh, you can medicine do a medicine check. check, or you can use a health potion. No, I think I gave it to Sig. I've got two, so I can. Oh. I, I was already planning on giving him one. So. Oh, you can okay. attack the skull if you want. No, I, I don't think I will. I'm <laughs> going to uh, if I if I run over here and see that you you're pulling out a health potion, I'll just um, wink at you, and then I'll run back over behind this <laughs> and get a little bit of cover um. and peek around the corner there at the skull. Did you want to ready anything, or are you just leaving it at that? Yeah, I will ready an action. So if it looks like it becomes aggressive, then I will try to shoot it with a chill touch. So the rules... Oh, no, um, blindness, deafness. Uh, is that a cantrip or a spell? It's a spell. So you, oh, you do... No, no, I'll do, I'll do chill touch. Is that a cantrip? a cantrip? Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Sig, over to you. Sig would like to clarify with the DM if consuming a health potion is an action. It is definitely an action. Indeed. You can take it out of your bag for free, but to utilize it is an action. <laughs> Righty ho. Hmm. So um, as Sig runs to uh, Sildar's aid, he sees that Loris is getting a, getting a health potion ready, but surprisingly beats him to the punch and gets the health potion and tips it into poor Sildar's mouth. Get up, buddy. All right, give us a uh, 2d4 plus 2. Sig so pours the oh, mixture nice. in for a total of 10 HP. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's fantastic. So Sildar's eyes like just jolt open. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe it happened again. Oh, that's really good. Oh, um, wow, that's a great roll. <laughs> you have, you've stayed. That was a really good roll. Max roll. Damn. Uh, anything else, Sig? And just as you think Sig's turn is finished, um, <laughs> Sig decides to inspire um, Mr. Sildar with his valorous words to say, come on, you must fight for life. Stick with us this time. You called for me and I came. We will fight onwards together. Oh, touching. Nice. And Sig will roll a D8 minus one. For an additional five temporary HP for Sildar. Five temporary. Ooh, nice. Okay, cool. Cool. Sig is done. Sig is done. Uh, it would be the zombies' turns, but they have all... Uh, we've still got one, actually. That's still okay, but that is controlled by Baron. I think we forgot to... Did you want to do anything with Barry? He's still alive. He was going <laughs> to do a sexy move, but um, the green skull has gone out of the way. Maybe if he moves to the north up by this wheel. Okay, so you call out, Barry, wheel! It's just in my brain. I can. Yeah. That. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Wheel and dance sexily. And you can't. He's he's still sort of in the in the dark. Um. So, you can only assume he's done it. Mm. Yeah. I always say please to Barry too. I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Silda, having been unconscious for the last little while, stands up and sees, looks around and sees a big scorch mark on the ground. Looks over and sees Mirakin next to the Uh-oh. next to the flame skull, and just panics. Um, and he pulls his crossbow out and shoots a bolt towards 
Um, uh, <laughs> the skull. Because uh, no, shit. No one told him anything. Oh, and it hurts. Uh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, that that just knocks against the um, the skull uh, and it breaks its eye contact with Mirakin and looks back over towards Sildar. Um, and, and Sildar goes, what are you doing, everybody? Fight! Having been roused by Sig's words. Um, Bill, it is your turn. Um, I did have a plan. Now I've lost half of it. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So I'm going to uh, call out to American, and I'm going to say... Come on, American. Oh, I swear what he means. At this moment, we need healing. You and your pet. Yeah, that spider, I bet. He could bite him. Oh, come on, American. <laughs> I ain't got no bite of inspiration. <laughs> and that's a D8. That is a D8. That's the power of five. DM, did you miss my turn after the sick? Um, to Dilda. Oh, I must have. Okay, sorry. We can we can jump back to you now. Sorry, Loris. It, I was only I was only going to drink a health potion. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Was that was there anything else you wanted to do, Bill? And then we'll go back to Loris. Uh, yeah, I'm going to heal myself. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Everyone's just healing themselves. Well, that's what happens when you get blasted with a fireball. Fire. <laughs> yeah, that was that uh, was me. I'm going to use one of my level one spell slots to kill wounds. Meanwhile, I'm just over here like freaking out. (laughs) You're freaking out. Just like almost dead and freaking out about the situation (laughs) I've gotten myself into. Um, Um, Nine. Nine. Nice. Loris, what would you like to Um, do? Yeah, so seeing Sig come over and heal Dildar, which is what I had planned to do with kind of my with one of my hip potions. So it's all good. I've got I've still got two. Um, I'm just going to drink one, and hearing Sig's words, I'm also feeling kind of kind of pumped. Actually, I'm still in the zone of silence. I can't hear fucking anything. Yeah, you can't hear a thing. You haven't heard Wait, anything. Is that from... a concentration spell? By the way, it's not. so. <laughs> Um, Loris, you haven't heard Sildar calling out to everyone fight. Everyone else, you haven't heard Sildar calling out to fight because he was shouting from within the cone of silence. Um, Loris, you have not heard Mirakin say a thing. You've just seen her as well over by the flame skull and and um, Sildar fire towards the skull. So, yeah, okay, so, so um, drinking a potion is an action, right? It is. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to drink drink my potion because I'm absolutely fucked yeah. and that's necessary. Um, like I say, I was going to sort out Dildar, but six sorted that out. So it's a health mm-hmm. potion 2d4 plus two or just 2d4? 2d4, 2D4 plus, plus two. two. Yeah. Okay, cool. Rolly rolling one of those. Uh, it adds a nine to that's my nice. health. That's less than, well, less than I was hoping, but never mind. It's better than a kick in the teeth. Yeah. Um, after that, I'm going to. Well, I don't know with that. With the, I don't know the about the the zone of silence or anything. I just know I can't hear anything. You right can't hear it. You can't hear before. anything. But you could. But, but I don't know. that kicked in before the um, flash. Right. So, so, so the, I guess 
the thing is, I, I'm not. A, I know I can't hear anything, but I'm not aware of where the zone is. Is that right? Mm, correct. So I just kind of know where I am, and the fact that I can't hear anything is like oh, this is a bit weird. But yeah. Um, so I think I'm just going to drink the potion, and I'm kind of going to move um, up to behind the wheel, just to kind of mm-hmm. get out of the way of of some things. Given he attacked there, and I really don't want to be a group of people. Mm-hmm. And at least be semi-hidden until I decide what I want to do next. Okay. Uh, it is the skull's turn. It has um, had Mirican appear next to it. It has heard the words coming from Mirican's mouth. Uh, and it has been distracted by the crossbow bolt from Sildar. Uh, it floats down to face height to at Mirican um, and says... No one, no one can get through. And it turns back to the group, away from American, and the flame just shoots up again around it. Oh. Super powerful flame licking up and around its face and its skull. Ah. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, We also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.